a place for B, a place to be, a place with B. B is a full sentence to me. B is also who I am. I invite you to be with me. Okay, I'm back. It has been a whirlwind of a couple of weeks, but I'm very happy to be back talking on this podcast. Still trying to figure out what it's about, if that is an important thing or not, and also still trying to figure out how often to to give myself the chance to be on here and share. You know, I was doing every Friday for a while. The past few weeks have been so crazy. I started a new freelance writing job and I'm loving it. And things, yeah, things were just busy. And then, so what I want to talk about today is relief. <laughs> um, and what comes along with that and, and just the process of healing that comes along with that. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just jump into the story because basically if you have been listening to any of my other episodes and maybe not, maybe you wouldn't even notice, but I know that my voice sounds different right now and I've been waiting, you know, to be feel better, be, excuse me, be feeling better so that I could come back and speak on the podcast. I've been going through a massive healing phase over the past five days or so and I'm not exactly sure what it's about but some people would like here's the thing my viewpoint on life has changed drastically in terms of how I see illness how I see wellness and how I see symptoms in my body because I've been introduced to a number of different systems throughout the past few years And one of them includes human design and also astrology and the gene keys and also recently German new medicine. And all of it has just allowed me to learn new ways of listening to my body. So what I think is important for me to say right now is a couple of weeks ago, I made a decision to confront the truth of a situation that I had been stressing about for months. And then about a few days after I made that decision and I did the thing, I started to feel freezing cold all the time. And then a few days after that, I started to feel quite warm and then my body just crashed. I've been stuffy, I've been sinusy, headachy, exhausted, just resetting. That's how I see it. Back previous to my explorations and learning how to listen to my body and what it's sharing with me, I would have said, oh, I have a cold. And yeah, this is still like a cold, sure. But I also feel that there is a meaning to it and it's a relief and a release, and a re, uh, re, what's the word? Reorganization is coming, but it's not the exact word I'm looking for. It's just a coming back to my equilibrium, coming back to my most well state, 
uh, after the relief of the stress that I was living under because I was constantly battling inside with a decision that I knew I had to make and I wasn't feeling ready to make it because I didn't know how to say what I needed to say. So this is all maybe a bit vague, but I'm going to, I'm going to share a little bit more in detail now. Um, but it's really amazing, you know, the thought process for me is like, okay, my grandfather passed away back in November, the end of November, and grief has been pouring out of me at random intervals whenever it is that I have I don't know. I don't know if I can make some meaning out of it, but I, I will say this, that sometimes I feel that when it comes, it's it's moments where I've, I'm quiet enough for it to rise or still enough for it to rise. So anyway, I've been going through this period of cyclical, nonsensical, sometimes sensical <laughs> grief. And along with that has been the stress of feeling like, okay, after the events that happened leading up to my grandfather's passing and choices that I made after his passing, which I've talked about in previous episodes about choosing not to go in person to attend his funeral mass and, um, and wake. After all of that, uh, I've been, you know, it's like I can't stay in this phase forever because all of those things that happened and all of the choices that I made had me realizing that, wow, these relationships with my family are not what I want family to mean to me. It doesn't align. It It doesn't show up the way that I feel that family should feel. And it hasn't ever. That was the big realization. It hasn't ever. And things broke apart more than seven years ago and my heart broke into pieces at that time that is what I have come to acknowledge for myself as of today the pain of that that I have been living with ever since but not fully ever acknowledging and allowing so this past few months has been a process of allowing it's not only the grief over my grandfather's death, but also my uncle's death a few years before this, and also the extreme explosive breakdown of the family a few years before that. And on top of it, just my family relationships throughout my life not being what family means to me, not being what I wanted them to be, what I needed them to be. So... And it's with a few specific people who I still have contact with that I was really struggling to figure out, what am I supposed to do here? And I haven't come to the point where I know how to proceed. And I also know that I can't stay in this place where I am forever. However, I was in a limbo of not even communicating what is going on with me. And that is my past pattern that I was feeling the stress of living that same past pattern of like, okay, something messed up has happened. Nobody's asking me how I feel about it. Nobody uh, really seems to want to talk about it. Everybody just wants to move on as if nothing happened and go on with their days and their lives. And so I'm just going to step away from the relationship 
until I can fall in line with that and just move on with my life. It's very, very uncomfortable. And actually, as I'm saying this, I'm feeling rage building up inside of me because it's wrong. It's wrong. It feels wrong that that is what I learned to do. And I'm upset that I, you know, felt like I couldn't do something different. But these are the choices that I made. And so now I'm realizing, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to make those choices anymore unconsciously. So I've taken some time, but I didn't communicate that I needed time. So that's what I had to do. And a couple of weeks ago, I finally did communicate, look, I am suffering. Not just over this, but over everything that has happened in our family. I love you but I only have energy to take care of myself right now and focus on what is going on with me and I need some time. And the words came out kind of like that and I was really happy with how I communicated it. I feel like I was able to do it from a loving space and a courteous place without causing more harm but also letting people know what's going on with me because I don't feel comfortable with people feeling like they should have a say in my life when I'm, I really need nobody <laughs> to have a say, but they don't know that, right? They don't know that I need them to back off. So that is what I've learned is like, I do have to communicate that. And I don't have to tell everybody all my business all the time, but with people who I intend to have a relationship with, I'm learning the importance of being able to state my needs. And it's so hard. Oh my gosh. It took me months to build up the courage to just say, I need some time. And that was huge for me. So this is where the relief comes in. Immediately after sending the text, I started bawling, crying, and laughing at the same time. I felt the feeling of what I feel that bliss is, like this mixture of joy and sadness and grief and love and release and uh, embrace, you know? It just was such... A beautiful feeling and the timing of it was so interesting to me as some of you who listen to this might know I am an astrologer that is a large part of my present moment career as in my present moment service to the world is reading astrology charts and studying the language of the stars in such a way that I can hold space to support people on their journey of self-discovery. So I follow the planets and where they are in the sky, and I made this decision probably a couple weeks before I actually said something, but I said something on the last day of Saturn in Aquarius. Why is that significant? Because that was the last day of Saturn in my second house of my chart, which is the place where we would look to to understand my concept psychologically speaking from a modern perspective my concept of my self-worth i'm zooming into a very very narrow lens this is not the only thing that these things mean but for me that's where i drew the meaning on the symbolism of this experience like on the very last day of saturn the planet of boundaries of the material world of making efforts towards some sort of improvement of restructuring you know in this place of my self-worth I'm finally just saying look I love you but I am not okay and I need some time oh my gosh the relief 
The relief. The relief. Oh my gosh. So, where does the cold come in, right? Now I know that this is controversial. I know it's controversial because not everybody will see the body's symptoms the same way. And the way that I see it is I'm learning to realize that the symptoms that are showing up in my physical body are messages. And they're not messages that something's wrong. That's what I used to think, that they're messages that something's wrong. And it used to send me into an absolute panic. Something's wrong with me. I'm sick. You know, am I going to be okay? And that, you know, I've spent the past few years confronting that fear that I have, like that I'm not going to be okay, that something is going to happen to me. It's going to kill me. I'm going to have no control over it. And, you know, anything can happen, but I don't want to be afraid of that anymore. I want to listen more deeply to my body. So that is what I've been moving through. And it's also been very interesting because Mars is going through my sixth house, which is the house of illness. And like I said, that's only one possible way to look at it, but that's the way I'm making meaning of it as it relates to my life in this current chapter. I have gone through this period of time of of reconnecting to my personal power when it comes to my health and when it comes to how I deal with illness and how I deal with what my body gives me and how I deal with feeling run down and how I deal with symptoms. So when I started to feel this run down feeling on Saturday, which is a few, almost five days ago now, I just rolled with it. And that was a huge relief in and of itself because, you know, a year ago, maybe I would have, you know, either pushed through it, fought it off, felt like I had to do something about it, um, been panicking that it was something else, how long is this going to last, getting upset if it doesn't, you know, move on, and spend a lot of time obsessing over, like, who gave this to me? Where did I get this from? Who gave me this illness? So my lens is shifting And I'm so glad because I'm able to really listen to the signals that my body is giving me. And I deserve that. And I feel that we all deserve that. And I'm excited to see how understanding this experience and moving through this experience will help me to continue to hold space for people when I work with them teaching yoga or meditation, when I read their astrology charts. You know, it's it's really... It's amazing to notice how what I'm going through in my life is supporting me to ground more deeply into my journey and receive learnings and lessons that I can then use as tools to bring a perspective to the people who come to me for guidance. So, like, I'm so relieved. And it's so crazy, right? Because if I would look at that objectively and think, okay, she told, you know, she told her family members she needs space, big whoop. But for me, it is like, whoop, 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 whoop. (laughs) It's the biggest whoop. It's the biggest whoop. I'm so proud of myself, you know? I'm so proud of myself for doing that because that was not easy for me. And that is what I feel is so important, like celebrating and acknowledging the things that really are making a difference in my life. 
I talk a lot with my clients about staying on the long path, especially those who come to me for stress management or wanting to bring the quality of mindfulness more into their life. What we're talking about with that is is life stuff, man. You know, like the beginning of the journey is we're born. The end of the journey is we die. And the middle is life. So how do you stay on this path of being in the rest of your life, in your body, in your days, with what you've been given, with what you have, and not lose your mind over it? That's a question that's been on my mind for the past 15 years. How do I do this? How do I be in my life, in myself, in my days, in my world, and feel like it's okay to be here? And so a lot of that has been about staying on the long path. And there are a number of tools that I use in order to do so. And one of them is celebration. You know, when I recognize that I've done something that supports me to reorient, stay oriented, ground more deeply, embody more deeply, just feel good about what I'm doing, recognize that I'm listening, I'm celebrating. And it doesn't mean I have to go take myself out for dinner or throw a massive party or, you know, spend money. It's just like this. This is a celebration for me coming on here and talking about the relief that I felt of being able to actually take action towards confronting truth when it was necessary because it was it was 100% necessary for me in that moment to confront the truth of how I was feeling because I could no longer do the same thing that I had been doing my whole life it just was not working and I knew that I knew that for like from a long time ago that it wasn't working it's just like how am I going to confront this so yeah, that was freaking huge for me. And I'm sweating as I'm talking about this. Like my, my hands are sweating um, because it feels scary to talk about sometimes too, you know? Like I don't want to be blowing up anybody's spot or pouring out my personal business, but this is a huge part of the journey of the allowing, you know, the allowing of the relief that comes from doing something that just feels correct. And then the come down and the bounce back. My body had to repair itself from the stress that I was living under for months. The end of November until the beginning of March. Think about that. December, January, February. Three solid months of living under the stress of, of just like, I can't talk to these people. I'm so upset. I'm grieving. I'm this and that. I know I have to tell them that I need space. What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? You know, they better not call me in the meantime. And anytime they did call or text, I would feel the flash of anxiety in my body. That's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress. So the repair process from living under that stress is happening right now. At least that's what I think, right? Of course, there's so many other things that are going on at any given time. And at the end of the day, what I go back to is like, is it hurting me or anybody else to allow my life to take on symbolic meaning in certain ways? I don't feel that it is. What I'm sharing on here is is literally my, it's my own personal experience and my own personal thoughts and learnings. And it's not prescriptive by any means for anybody. And that is really, really important to keep in mind. We're all walking this earth at the same time, which still blows my mind. (laughs) 
And I'm doing it in the way that I feel is best for me at every turn, every step of the way. I'm, I'm listening more and more as much as I can to allow myself to be with what's here. So it feels really good to be talking to you again and to be back here. And wherever you are in your life, I really wish you so much deep love. Thank you for receiving me. It feels so good. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm so glad I got to come on here today and talk about relief. I might be shifting my schedule to every other week. I'm not sure because that might feel really good with the new things I have going on. But anyway, I'm sending you a huge hug and thank you for being here. Okay. Bye. Thank you for being here. Wherever you are in your days and in your lives and in the world, I'm sending you love. Chat soon. Be.